Bienvenidas, mamás, comadres, vecinas, abuelitas, tías, amigas, chingonas, fregonas y las que nos faltaron. Welcome, Welcome to God Made Mothers Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back. Happy Monday. Happy first day of March. Happy International Women's Month. Yes. Thank you for joining our eighth episode. Yes. Um, we're so excited to have you guys again. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wanted to start off the episode uh, thanking our husbands who um, put together a barbecue and surprised us with a couple things for our podcast. Yeah, a few gifts. Yes. Um, one of them, which is one of our goals that we had for our podcast, which is getting an another mic. Um, we were working off of two mics and we were always sharing one of the two. Um, so we definitely needed the third yes. mic and they got that for us. Um, they got us a soundboard as well. And then a cable that, you know, makes everything work. So yeah, those were surprise gifts to us. We were definitely not expecting that. Yep. So we're very grateful for that. Um, yeah. thank you guys again. And now to start off our episode, we were going to um, do our little topic, which we still don't know what it's called, yeah, but it's our, I don't know, cheese tea yeah, parangula, whatever you want to call it. Um, so for today's, it would be about the Free Britney movement. Um, we actually decided decided to talk about this after well i watched the framing britney spears um like a documentary on hulu and so um i was telling the girls like hey we should talk about this i think it's a cool topic so um i'll be the one to like introduce it and then you guys give me your thoughts yeah because right? i think um maria maria's the only one out of three all three of us that has watched the yeah, whole thing um we've kind of been hearing like christina and i have been kind of looking at things seeing things on instagram or whatever social media that like touch on the topic but i don't think we're like super like in depth as much as you are which i'm not in depth but i watched the documentary yeah, I guess um so. so basically with the documentary it kind of started um just a little bit about her life and how she was um like sexualized like very young and like mm -hmm. all of the pressure that she had um and how like they even talked about how uh for paparazzi to get a picture of her like something they were looking for what could be up to like four million dollars or a million dollars like paid for just uh, for a good picture mm -hmm. and so um one of the paparazzi's I don't I know I don't remember this but I guess there was like a time when um Britney was going through like the whole um Mental breakdown yeah where she shaved her head because she lost oh, her yeah. kids and and then like she like broke the window from one of the paparazzis and oh well that paparazzi that it actually happened to he was on the documentary and he was talking about how he wanted to be like in the film industry and then like the that was like paparazzi kind of no the paparazzi uh kind of just like swooped him because he was like he was in it for the money basically mm -hmm. like it was easy easier money than like going through that whole thing so he kind of talks about that um and how like once like britney became a mom and she's and people started saying like she's a bad mom and all of this like the pressure came on mm -hmm. her and the paparazzi was really on her and and there's even like a uh like an interview that she does where they ask her like do you wish the paparazzi would stop um uh, persecuting you and um she starts to cry because she's like yeah like i'm like so overwhelmed with this like everywhere she would go her kids couldn't be like left they weren't left alone and she was just like going through a lot so then 
after that, when she went through the mental breakdown was when I think she was um, put in like a health, uh, like a mental health clinic or something Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, because she was not like doing well. Mm -hmm. And then her dad decided to, uh, I believe, like say like, hey, she can't manage her money on her own and all that was when she can't her make decisions on her yeah. own. So, he's, so he's that was like, when like the conservatorship, um, they like that came in. And then after that, like, I don't know how long that passed. I don't remember from the series, but um, basically how this all free Britney started was because um, I believe it was two girls were like decoding Britney's um ins- yeah Instagram mm-hmm. post and then um they decided to make a podcast out of it and then like um they they were mentioning that basically uh they thought that Britney was like held on like under her own will against, and, and against, against her, her own will, will. and so mm-hmm. basically like I, I, after that was when like they filed uh Britney started filing to remove her dad from the conservative conservatorship and then declined to work um if her dad was in charge of her of her things which when every was when everyone's like okay something's going on yeah. like and then yeah if you see um britney's instagram it's like it's weird it's, it's weird yeah it's, it's very awkward yeah like and like how we were talking about it before it was like where everybody is not only like decoding like what she's like the messages she's trying to put but also like reading in between the lines of everything she's yeah. posting and- which is like i don't know like I-, I don't know how i feel about that person because i'm like okay maybe some like maybe maybe something is wrong but maybe not every post has to be some like a cry yeah. for help it's probably just opposed how real is what yeah and the sad yeah. thing is that that's pretty much been her whole life mm-hmm. yeah and she's, i feel like till now is when people are she's realizing been it. under the microscope like ever yeah. since yeah, she was because younger she started because of really the young. mouse club and it's sad that she had to go through you know a, a mental breakdown which I think nowadays mental health is so important that if it would have happened, you know, if something like that would have happened now, it wouldn't have been such a big deal. Yeah. But because the paparazzi at that time was, you know, into the movie stars and singers, you had Christina Aguilera, Lindsay yeah. Lohans, um, Mandy Moore, all these boy bands at the time, you know, TRL. Amanda Bynes. Total Request Live. Yeah, Amanda Bynes that happened to, you know, to her as well. And I it's, think you have to see that mental health is now it's an like a, a topic that's being talked about. Like okay. now it's, it's normalized. It's, it's normalized. It's yeah. open. People are talking about it. I feel like before it was not like very much. They also mm-hmm. showed like an interview when she was younger, basically when they asked her like, oh, do you like boys? And then the guy on the show, I mean, she said, Ill, like, no, I don't like boys or whatever. Like, uh, it was something was like young? that and then he's like yeah oh. and he's like what about me i'm a boy and it's kind of like now you wouldn't hear like a host saying that to a little girl like that's not okay no. and so like all of these things that were like wrong before they're like barely you know bringing it up to light and saying like mm-hmm. this is all that happened to britney like she had a hard time she was sexualized at 13 years old i mean she was doing videos with like crop top yes, short shorts short, and i i didn't even know like when i saw that video i didn't even know she was like 13 like that's just mm-hmm. crazy um i don't know yeah yeah it's it's it, it goes back so. to just the fame you know yes. and and a lot and of people Hollywood say like oh different. well you know they they want the fame they have to pay the price and this is a price for you know the fame that you have which again is very unfortunate because you had all these this industry like mm-hmm. yes. access hollywood entertainment tonight david letterman um you know all these 
late night show hosts who would basically, you know, use their opening monologues to their episodes, making fun of whatever these girls, young girls, singers, actresses were doing. And, you know, you have them in the limelight, the paparazzi's there, they are trying to live their life. They're trying to grow up, which, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these, and I don't know who, but I'm assuming, um, you know, went through drug abuse and, and all this stuff. Yeah, because of, yeah it's of like when, like, health. oh, we didn't even mention, like, Miley Cyrus. Like, she, when she was doing the whole Hannah Montana thing, and, mm-hmm. like, at one point, you know, she she was becoming an adult during, you know, the show, and then she became an adult, and she did adult things, and then it was, like, frowned upon, because, like, oh, no, a Disney star, but it's, like, yeah. you have to realize that they're growing up. They're growing out of it, like, at what point is gonna is it gonna be like okay she's not a child in disney anymore she's yeah but then you you also have to see like how many like disney um stars have been messed up through the like the whole process Mm -hmm. i mean you you think like why do they do all these crazy things yeah but sometimes it's like it, your your teenager does crazy things it's but the at the same time it's like yeah it just because theirs is being like seen yeah in public in public to everyone you yeah. know so and not every not every person or kid at that age is famous so it's like i yeah. can't imagine like being a famous teenager you know like yeah. what do they what like the pressure that they feel from not only like the producers of what they're doing their managers their parents you know everything else and then plus like for example, now it's like, okay, social media is like a little bit extra to yeah. the pressure. So, I and then know. a lot of, I mean, a lot of stars have um, come out and talked about it. Like, for example, just Hollywood and in general, like girl, women that have been like abused because of men that like say they're going to give them a part or whatever. Like yeah. also like, um, Salma like I talked about how, I think it was Harvey Weinstein when she was making the Frida movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah try to you know manipulate her and and pressure her to doing i think stuff Paris she Hilton don't want to on her youtube the youtube series that she did i think mm-hmm. she was talking about that too and how like it's just the industry was it was different before yeah. now everybody talks about like abuse that is happening so mm-hmm. but before it wasn't it was new to everyone you know yeah and, and a lot of these teenagers or like kids that go through it at their like young age when they become adults it's like oh like well i've made it this far and then they're also scared because the people that are like doing these things to them like these men or whoever it might be they have like a higher power and they can ruin their whole career so yes. it's like okay i've already made it this far i got through it it's not happening anymore so why like why yeah, talk why about talk it about why it? bring it up if nobody's gonna believe me or my sure, career is gonna be shattered yeah it's yeah. it's sad i think it's really sad. Pero pues pobrecita Britney Spears. Yes, free Britney. Yeah. So if you guys have heard about it or have you know your opinion about it or your thoughts about it or you know questions about it or whatever, you guys can enlighten us about it. Um, we're, I mean, we'd be interested to know what you guys know, think, or you know. Yeah, yeah you guys should watch the documentary. I think it's um, something that we should. Uh, you guys should look into. It's a good. It's a good thing to watch. Just like learn a little bit more. So um, now we're going to continue our episode. We're actually deciding for this episode. We're finally going to finish our (laughs) pregnancy um, episode that we said part two on. But we never. I know. How long has it been? I don't know. I don't know. When did we do this? It was like our second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. But 
then like the holidays happen and then we also wanted to reach like our our audience you yes. know audience that like are, if are you're not, not moms a mom or things like i that, feel so. like even though we say that we're gonna try not to reach mom there's always mom talk yeah but yeah. it's okay because you might have a mom in your life that you love or a friend that's a young friend that's a mom and you might want to relate a little more um to what they to what through. they're going through or you i like i think i liked mom talk before i even was mom you know yeah so, I, I me too like i wanted to know about it yeah it's it's good it's good to know <clears throat> so last um episode i believe we left off on how we told our families mm-hmm. um that we were uh, expecting yes so um for this episode we're gonna start with um <clears throat> our gender our gender gender, gender our babies. reveal yeah so uh did we cover that? i feel like we talked about this or maybe no. just us. It, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. we always pre-talk yeah <laughs> instead of happened. pre-gaming we pre-talk yeah. um so our genders um so did okay let's just start like this then <laughs> <laughs> let's start easy I didn't have no gender reveal. Yeah, there you go. I, I didn't have any. I, um, I think the only gender reveal with that all, I did with was... With all three of them? No, nah, I didn't do anything. was to Julio. And hey, we're having this. And <laughs> he was present for Adrian's... Ultrasound? Um, ultrasound, mm. and he cried. Because that's when they told us it was, was going to be a boy. boy. Yeah. So, yeah. Julio, this he, is his son. That's awesome <clears throat> that he was there. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. For Olivia's, um, he missed it. He was at work. and couldn't, um, We actually... That was like the second appointment, and um, he was... He made the first one, but um, she we couldn't see anything, so we scheduled the second one. She wasn't he wasn't able to go. Um, and I had a column from work. Let's just say that his reaction to having a girl, <laughs> another girl, was kind of like uh, he was not too excited. Um, obviously, he was happy because you know, yeah. all he wanted was a baby to be healthy, but you know, he was a team boy all the way, and was, that didn't happen. Um, yeah. For Emma, he didn't care. He has, you know, as long as the baby's healthy. And mm. I don't think we, yeah, we didn't do a gender reveal. We just, you know, we're having a girl and, and that was it. Very yeah. low key. And uh, for you guys that don't know, um, Julio has how many girls? Tres. No. No. Gr- girls. Oh. Girls. She ha- he has five girls. Like six Four girls. Yes, four <laughs> girls and one boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. So he was sorry. very excited when he, he was going to have yes, a boy. Yes, I'm like, wait, how many kids is he many? Too many. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was good, though. That Like, that's one of those things that, you know, at least he was there to find out his boy. And then, yeah. honestly, gender, cool. gender reveals, I mean, it's not like I'm super old. But with Olivia, gender reveals weren't that popular okay, back yeah, then. No. And even with Adrian, they were they were mainly like, you know, well, we're having the baby shower, but not like, you know, we're going to have a pre-party to the baby shower to yes. reveal the sex. No, como que no. Todavía yeah. no se usaba. Um, I did. <laughs> I had a gender reveal. I didn't. I honestly did not want one. Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to go to the ultrasound, find out what it was, and that was it. Like, I didn't want to party. I didn't want to wait. I didn't want any of that. But Kevin did. Kevin wanted like a party. He wanted. I'm actually like, surprised. Party. Yeah, hmm. I could like, uh, but I think that's when, like, for example, when I told him I was pregnant, I couldn't wait. So I just freaking put on a signal. Here you go. There. Yeah. Like I couldn't. Like I don't like to wait. I don't like to be surprised. I don't like surprises. Yeah, I, I like to be surprised, but I don't. I don't want to, to know that it's a surprise. Oh. No, that because if I know it's a surprise, I'm like, no, I want to know. I want to know. But yeah. I do like us. Like if you come with a su- surprise that's like i didn't know okay, yeah, like i didn't ex- that's I, I guess like, that's how it is like if well. like you know it's gonna be 
like for example if your gender um like folder envelope is sitting there you know that's a surprise for you but you know about the surprise yeah. it's like when instead we, of it a real surprise yeah that like when sense. when they were planning yeah, the whole of. barbecue <laughs> thing i knew they were planning something i was like oh it's a surprise like i don't like surprises just tell me what it is just tell me but then like the whole gift yeah part of it, see was that, like, was well, surprise, know, but that was a surprise but it's nice surprise. like yeah okay look real quick off topic i had a tia that she hated surprises okay it, she hated surprises that she had her baby that day because we made her a baby shower she got so mad she went into labor <gasps> yes so that's i like surprises okay i don't hate them i don't like but if surprises. i know there's a surprise waiting i'm like no i don't want to wait you know yeah, like my christmas solid. gift is right there i don't want to wait yeah yeah okay so yes i had a gender reveal we didn't want i didn't want one kevin did um we our gender or gender reveal um our ultrasound for our anatomy was in december like the first week of december or something like that so then we had to wait Mm, i was 18 months 18 weeks weeks. sorry 18 weeks (laughs) (laughs) she's an elephant um so I was about 18 to 20 weeks, something like that. Um, so then, but we had to wait all the way to like mid or like end of January mid, because no? it was like, okay, Christmas, like Kevin's family Mid-ish. at the end of the year has cool. like a bunch of like family parties. So we literally had to wait like a bunch of time for me. It was eternal. So then we finally had the gender reveal in January. Um, I didn't go to it because I think I had just had it. You had, had yes, just so had my, Yeah, and my like, gender reveal Weren't you was trying to 19? do it before? Like, she, like, you were trying to do it sometime, like, yeah, like before what she but would be yeah, able to go. go yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, you gave birth. Yeah, because you were, your due date was what, like? The, the 13th. Oh, no, then it was, like, an uh, abuse. We didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like, my care. gender reveal was on the 19th, and she gave birth on the 16th. Yes. So it was inevitable. Like, we weren't yeah. even, it was just kind of like, oh, we're just going to do it. And then during that time, it was raining. Yes. So that's another thing. We were like, oh, my gosh, what if it rains? And then, whatever. So, yeah, I did, we did, we did a gender reveal. That's how we found out what we were having. Um. So, for me, initially, it was just going to be a, um, like a picture thing um but then that kept getting like put aside mm-hmm. in another week and another week i know karen's all mad over here no, but so what happened with that was what that since was... that didn't work out um i it was like a fight between me and sam because he actually opposite from karen he didn't want the gender reveal. I remember he he even dreamed that he got so upset at me because I spent five hundred dollars doing the gender reveal, and he woke up and he was so mad because I spent five hundred dollars. I know, right? So he just didn't want to like waste the money. Mm-hmm. To him, it was a waste of money. Um. So, and for me, I was like, "Hey, it's my first baby. It's something special. Like, I want." I want to have a gender reveal. Question. Yes. Sorry. Do you get presents at gender reveals? Yeah. You I like did. Diapers, I got diapers and wipes. I, I mean, I don't expect things. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, usually people yeah, give you like, like wipes, wipes or like a gift bottles. card. Yeah, gift card. Sign me up for that. I give something like to that. Karen, okay? That she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I no, yeah, like you a, did. It yeah, was like, like a onesies, no? Yeah, and it, it was like a blanket. I don't know. Yeah, like I gave her something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. 
um wait so what was i saying okay so then it, it was supposed to be like a photo like shoot type of gender reveal it wasn't going to be like a party um but then we had gotten in an argument and sam was like i i told sam you know what if we don't do this party thing by the end of the I'm month having your baby. which is in <laughs> i think the end of april i know how huh? i'm not having this baby um i told him that Totally forgot. Lost my train of thought. Sorry. So, like, if we don't have this party by... Then I'm just going to open the envelope, and oh, that's it. Like, okay. my friend had it, because I know if I had it in the house, I would have already peeked okay. at it. Um, so my friend had it, and she was going to take care of that. But I told him, if if I don't hear about a party, then um, I'm just going to tell my friend, give me the envelope, and I'm going to open it. Um, I had The last week I had gave him, that's the week he planned it. And I told him I wasn't going to do anything, because, I, like I said, there was a big argument, and we were just not on the same place like with that. So then um, he ended up planning everything and I told him I wasn't going to invite anyone. So he did all the inviting and he didn't invite Karen. Yeah, he didn't so invite Karen. Sam didn't invite Karen. Whatever. You need to take that up with him. Yeah, but no, anyways, I had a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I will like, I have a boy. But, um, and we were, we, we, I wanted a girl in the beginning and then everybody was telling me it was going to be a boy and then i was like okay it's going to be a boy so we were not even surprised people were like you guys already knew this you guys knew you were having a boy and i'm like no we didn't know but we, we everybody kind of gave us that confidence which is totally the opposite of karen because everybody told her she was going to have a boy yeah and when she ended up with the pink balloons her face was like what? And I think a tear dropped. Uh, yeah, many tears dropped. Okay, so <laughs> the thing for me was like not because I was gonna have a girl, but because I was like so, so ready, like set. so pictured. Everybody like, told with you. my boy. Everybody said like, "Oh, your belly looks like a boy belly." This and this. so mm -hmm. I had already had this like idea like, idea of, of like a having a baby boy, uh -huh. a baby boy. So then I had like the balloons were pink, and I was like, "What the heck?" Like yeah. I don't know. It was like a like. A feeling of like surprise and also that like, was Julia's reaction. And yeah, I, like, I was, was like, I didn't even know. I was like tearing because I was like, I couldn't believe I was having a girl. A like girl. I'm the only girl in my family. Like I yeah. have four brothers, so that I was just like, sh I was, I was legit shocked. I, I remember telling Karen, like, no, I think you're going to have a girl. And she made me switch my boy pin <laughs> to a girl pin. I mean, uh, the opposite, a girl pin to a boy pin because she was like, no, no I'm going to have a boy. boy. Like, yeah. no, I know. Um, but yeah, so that was, yeah, they, they had, so at the gender reveal for yes, me, they had to they wear had, a pin, like the color of whatever, whatever they, whatever they thought. Yeah. yeah. And so I made her, I made her on purpose wear blue. Um, so yeah, that's a that gender, was our gender reveal. reveal. At least none of you like blew up fireworks and then, you know, ended oh my up gosh, causing a fire. She didn't mountain. cause a fire, but I think it was like the Poppers? smoke. I don't even know what it was like the kind of, it was like a smoke. Thing. Mm -hmm. and then one of the little chispas went on Sam and even made a hole but uh, on different people on like See, like yeah just use the balloon people balloon have, and needle have you seen Simple. like those fails where like the balloon flies away and all these yes, things? yes. Or the people, mine like, was a little bit of a fail because I had like um I had a piñata mm -hmm. and it was like a beehive because my theme was what will it be and it was like a beehive piñata and I was supposed to pull it down well when I pulled that thing down it like didn't open. didn't open so i had to put my my hand in through the hole and like pull it Yank out it but in. it was a diy piñata so like it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> it was i did Whatever. it so that was part of the the whole thing yeah 
Um, okay, so personal struggles during our pregnancy. Um, I don't remember. She's like, I didn't have any. It was perfect. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, it was definitely not perfect. Um, I think a lot, like, my main struggle was work for me because, like, at the time I had a really demanding job um, that I felt like I had to, like, I couldn't just kind of keep it easy just because I was pregnant. It was like still very demanding for me. So that was like, that took a big toll on my pregnancy. Um, I was like, there, it was like a lot of feeling of like um, sadness and like anxiety and things like that um, were, I guess, like, one of my struggles. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to think of mine. Um, I think work. Work was work was definitely one for all three pregnancies. Um, I think the most difficult pregnancy, um, personally, was um, Adrian's pregnancy. Um, and then even after he was born, uh, my aunt who was like my, my mom, uh, passed away shortly after he was born. So, uh, that, you know, after he was born, it was, it was a struggle. Um, but during pregnancies, I think a lot of it was just, you know, work and stress of work and how am I going to do it? And just, you know, yeah. Like thinking about like what you're going to do once the baby's here. It's like, Oh my gosh, work. How long am I going to be able to, or like, be off for? and like, what about when I go back to work? And then like all the things unknown, especially like, for example, I'm sure you had the same thing when you first had like your first one, it was like, Oh my gosh, like, what I, am left, I, gonna do? I think the baby's going to do this. The baby's going to cry. The baby's going to feel, you know, left or whatever. Um, yeah. I think with, with Olivia, I think I was even like off, like, the week before mm-hmm. with Adrian, I was in labor in labor at work, which I didn't even realize, which we'll talk about in a wow. different episode. Um, and then with Emma, with Emma, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm taking my required by law yes. four weeks prior to my due date. And um, that was, I, I loved that. It was much needed. And I wish I would have done that for the first two. Yeah. And I, I don't even know any that. of that. Like you're so exhausted. And then I can't imagine like, having already two kids or a, a you know a kid and then on top of that being pregnant like it must yeah. be with with difficult. adrian and emma i think that was my like my my main priority of like thinking all the time you know what if when i go into labor like what's gonna happen to olivia yes I have or to when i go into labor what's gonna happen to adrian yeah. and olivia not mm-hmm. what's gonna happen to them because obviously but like, their dad know? is there but you know school and and taking them yeah. uh you know, clothes and cooking and yeah but um, and then you're like, like <gasps> I don't know if I'm gonna have a C-section or if I'm gonna, you know, like, yes, and then am I gonna, gonna be happen. off longer? Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That for me was the most, I think, always like on my mind towards the end, yeah, the third mm-hmm. trimester, because my sisters were always like, you don't want a C-section, you can't lift anything. Yeah, my sisters would even tell me like, you can't go near the stove, you can't go near the refrigerator. What? And, the microwave? Oh, we'll talk about all the all the myths. Yeah, yeah. the microwave and. Um, and you can't take a shower for, I don't know how many days because of the incision and you can't go up any stairs and, um, oh my gosh, so many but stuff. But I feel like, you can't well, drive. I, yeah. I feel like as your first, <laughs> can't breathe. Uh, like as your first baby, <laughs> can't you breathe, don't, can't. you can't, you don't really think of a C-section or do you, I don't know. I, I always 
Just, I did. I, I might always. I did focus on like vaginally, vaginally, um, whatever. However you say that. Yeah. No. So <laughs> that's that's yeah. the thing with. Yeah, I definitely did think because I'm like, oh my gosh, what if like yeah. I would I remember like you know how at the end of your pregnancy you go in like every week to make sure the baby like, uh-huh. is still in position, yeah, doing yeah. all that. I would always ask like, is she still head down? Like, is she still head down? Is yeah. she still head down? Because I was so scared that she was breech and then like getting a C-section, re- or if she was like across and like you know. I remember that- asking the doctor when I was pregnant with Olivia towards the end. Her head was down. Yeah. Um. I'm like, what is she okay? All the blood is going through her to her head. Because you know how they say, like, you're not supposed to stand on your head because all the blood rushes through your head. I don't know. So I was like, hi, pobrecita. Like, you know, how long is she, she going to survive like that? But yeah, mine was like, am like I, a whole month, Am right? I, you know, what if they're I'm like driving and I go into labor? What if I'm, my you know, my water breaks while I'm at work and people are going to laugh because I'm looks like I'm going to pee? I didn't have any of those thoughts. And that's the thing. I just felt like I'm going to be home and then I'm going to know. That too, to me, was like, for example, I worked up until like maybe three weeks before I actually gave labor or no. It was for like two, two weeks labor. before I even went into labor. Yeah. I was off. And I was like, every time at work, I was like, oh my gosh. Because I started getting Braxton Hicks oh, really early. Um, so Braxton Hicks are like kind of like contractions, contractions before but- your actual labor. Yes. Um, I can come in like really early or like. And you re- like really early in your third trimester, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um. So I was getting those really early, and I was like, okay, how am I? Like, I always thought, like, how am I really gonna go into labor? Like, am I going to like? Is my water gonna break? Am I just gonna start having contractions? Is everybody gonna think I? Am peed? I gonna get like oh, yeah. my mucus plug? Is that gonna even come out? Like all I these did. things that I keep kept I reading about. No, mucus I, plug. Like, oh, I did only for two. Only for two. Yeah, but that'll be for another episode. We're gonna talk about all our. Yeah. Up, you know, up until yeah. labor. Um, yeah, and for me, details. I'm like it was struggles, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm mostly. It was mostly like confidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had like a lot of skin issues, uh, like a rashes kind of thing, and for me, it was like something I was very confident, like made me feel very confident was like my face. You know, like being I've always taken care of my face and making sure I um I'm very clean with that but um when everything yeah so aside of like my skin uh, and then all the redness I was getting um I was also really swollen towards the third uh trimester like a lot I couldn't mm-hmm. even fit my ring my engagement wedding, wedding ring <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even fit that my my toes were super swollen too I don't yeah I don't know. I was that that it was just being insecure about like all the changes that were happening, and I was grateful to be back. Uh, to like after that, I valued um, my body, and I was like, okay, I'm fine. You know, like yeah. how I was or how I am now, I was fine, better than being at <laughs> all swollen. Um, I guess it helped, right? <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so now since we're talking about like how we, we thought we were gonna go into our how did 
did you go into labor how you thought you were going to go into labor? Um, so no, I was like, wait, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> no. So it's funny because before this I took, um, I actually took like a, like a birth class, mm. which was, it was helpful because they kind of like wa- walk you through all the different, um, ways that it could happen. Mm. And they can, they also tell you to make a birth plan, mm. but in the same time, knowing that it, you might not be able to get ep- the epidural at the time you thought, or like mm-hmm. you, you know, just the different things you might not have a regular birth you may have a c-section like mm-hmm. they do warn you and tell you all these things but they also guide you through like how everything's gonna be mm-hmm. and for me it was different because i ended up having uh i ended up getting induced mm-hmm. um and then i was there for so for so long before and it was like 12 hours had passed and i had not opened at all and you, so they you had dilate yeah no yeah so they're like we got to put some balloons inside <laughs> to make you open and help you yeah and help you and so then after that it like i, I think Ouch. i know i think it was like when i was how long were you in labor for like since you got to the hospital so when i got to the hospital and they induced me uh, they induced me maybe like at around 11 on uh, saturday no yeah, Saturday night, and yeah, then I had. I saw that you were at the hospital. On but I had I, I I went into the hospital at seven. I didn't get induced till like ten or eleven, mm-hmm. and then I had him the next day, um, at twelve. So it was a, a like twenty more than twenty four hours That's where I was crazy. like in the whole process. I wasn't always in pain though yeah. because like since I wasn't opening for the first, it was like I was opening but like really slowly like like too slow and the reason why i had to get induced was because um i guess my water had actually it wasn't like it yeah it was leaking it wasn't like it didn't break it was just like slowly leaking and you know when that process starts to happen you have like 24 hours because if not you can get an infection the baby can poop inside uh, yeah and all of these different things can happen so they um they wanted to make sure that the baby was okay so they decided to induce me Mm -hmm. and um they were just monitoring the baby and myself making sure that i didn't get a fever baby was doing okay Mm -hmm. so as long as that was okay then i was gonna have him naturally but if anything changed i would be taken to have a c-section so um it was a little bit different they never told me though like oh you're gonna have a c-section it would have sucked if i would have tried to like have the baby and go through the whole thing and then end up with a c-section which i know of people who have yeah gone through that but um i mean at the end of the day like i think i got my epidural which i was gonna try not to get my epidural but i was so exhausted because i had been there for so long that i was only like four like five centimeters and i was like okay give me the epidural (laughs) i ain't even gonna keep trying yeah so that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I was like... And you were side. talking to Sam, huh? Yeah. The, after I, was, after I, I got my epidural, I think I slept for like... I don't even know how long. And then they're like, yeah. okay, are you ready to push? And I'm like, I don't even feel like I need to push. Can I just oh, keep sleeping? Wow, nice. Yeah, I know, right? And then I, I honestly didn't... I didn't feel much during the whole pushing. You lucky. didn't? No, lucky, it was only like 30 lucky. minutes. It, well, I mean, some people did it, do it faster, but... I was, they had told me like the first time you have a baby, it could take up to two hours, maybe even more. I yeah. was, I was pushing for 30 minutes and then 
Yeah, then that's right. So that was like the like the more calm part, which I could, I, I can like the actual yeah, I, like pushing. Him I out. can't think of having a contraction and pushing. Honestly, I that I cannot think of it. You I, yeah. I just did you get it? Yeah. What did I get? What she got a girl. Yeah, yeah, she got a oh. Yeah. So okay, that's so. weird because I felt it even with the even. Oh, yeah, go. Yeah, go that's what. She, yeah, she. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so my thought of how I was gonna go into birth, I was like, okay, my mu- my mucus plug is gonna it. come out. Oh, I gonna give it a few, you know, whatever. Sometimes it takes up to a week after your mucus plug, and then it's gonna yes. get contractions. And after my contractions, like my water break, you know, I thought it was gonna be like the like one, two, three steps yes. thing. Like if they tell no, you, no, it was your not like class. that. <laughs> So, um, I had been, okay, so this was a Friday, yeah, a Friday, so the whole morning I was getting contractions, but like a week before my I actually gave birth, I kept having the contractions, they would last for about three hours, they were like 20, 15 minutes apart, and then they would completely go away, like for the rest of the day, I wouldn't get another one until like maybe at night when I was ready to go to sleep, and then it was like this, like back and forth, right, so then Friday comes, and I was like, um, I had been jumping on the exercise, like the yoga the ball. ball. Um, and uh, Kevin's cousin actually is like, you know, this is going to help you. This not. So I, for that whole week, I was doing like 30 minutes on the ball and then I would get off and 30 minutes again. So I was like, okay, like this baby needs to come out. Um, and so then that Friday, um, Kevin was at work and I was like, okay, well, I'm feeling contractions, but I don't think it's a real thing. Like they're going to go away, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. So then um, we went to my mom invited us to dinner that night and she said, you know, come, let's go eat. We went to eat across the street from where Kevin and I live and my mom met us there. So we just walked. I was like, let's just I want to get walking. I just want to walk. Let's go. So we did. We walked there and then we were having dinner and like during dinner i was like my contractions were getting stronger and like closer together and my mom's like uh-uh like you are gonna go into labor like they're too close and every time like i would get a contraction i would like bend over on the table like oh my gosh and then it would pass and i would keep eating like that right <laughs> so then like my mom's like no 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 like you're gonna go into labor tonight and i was like no mom like it's gonna go away like it always does whatever so then this like they were hurting so bad that I was like, I can't walk back home. So you need to take us back home. Like you need to drive us there. So she did. She drove us there. Um, uh, I was telling Kevin, like, you should probably go to sleep because you, you're going to have to work tomorrow anyway. Like, I don't think it's going to happen tonight. And of course, Kevin couldn't go to sleep. So I was like, OK, I'm just going to shower just in case it actually does happen. I'm already showered. I'm already ready to go. And then in the shower, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is so <laughs> painful. Like I was and the worst part of it was like. I was having back contractions. Oh, like I tra- my contractions. Those are horrible. Yeah, my contractions were in the back because Esther was facing like forward towards my be- my stomach instead of facing back the other way, mm-hmm. like towards my back. Like her face was outward. Mm-hmm. And so when they when I did my like couple last um, ultrasounds, they had told me like if she doesn't flip, you're gonna have back labor. And I was like, what the heck is back labor? Oh girl. Oh like, yeah, I know. It I've was heard of that. so bad. It was every time I'd get a contraction it was because Esther's head was like pushing. Yes. And oh my gosh, it just it hurts so bad. So then I was like, okay, whatever. This is like super painful, super painful, whatever, right? So then I was like pacing. Uh, it was like 11.30 by this time. No, it was like 11 by this time. And I said, I told Kevin, I was like, if by 11.30, my contractions are this close and this painful. We're leaving. Like, I don't care. I don't want to wait anymore. We are leaving to the hospital. And sure enough, by 1120, I was like, nope, grab your, let's grab our stuff. Yeah. Let's go. I'm done. Like, I cannot do this anymore. And then so I got to the hospital and I was already six centimeters dilated. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they were like, nope, you're already 60 yeah, meters. You, you, you know, you're going to stay. And then Kevin's like, okay, so this is it. Like, this is real. And the, the nurse is like, yep, you guys are staying. You guys are having a baby tonight. We, we got there exactly at like midnight mm-hmm. that, that morning or whatever. I remember um, looking at Karen's stories on Instagram. I'm like, damn, this girl already had her kid. I felt like it was all like fast. Correct. But I it's felt funny like it was though fast. because I thought it was like long. It was long. like forever. Felt like forever. Okay, so I got there at midnight. Um, my I was six centimeters dilated, and they kept asking me like, okay, you're con- you're contracting really good. Like your contractions are coming like every six to five minutes. You're you know they're like you're reaching your peak. Do you want the epidural? And I was being so strong. I was like. No, I don't want the epidural yet. Like, I'm going to wait as as far as I can go. I'm going to wait. I'm just going to wait. I don't care. And they were like, okay, that's fine. You know, your water hasn't broken or anything. So, you know, you can still be okay. All right, whatever. So then I was like, it was maybe like three in the morning by then. And I was like, oh, no, like, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. They're like, okay, do you want the epidural now? And I was like, no, no, I can go a little bit longer. I can go a little bit longer. So I got the epidural till six in the morning. Mm-hmm. And by this Three time they checked, later. yeah, by this time they checked me and like, okay, you're seven centimeters now. Um, you know, your water hasn't broken. Do you want to like, we're going to break it for you so you can start um, dialing faster. And so your labor, you know, yeah, it, it speeds up. Speeds up. I was like, okay, that's fine. Heck no, no, no. Actually, that's not true. I got my water broken before I got the epidural. They broke my water. Uh-huh. And, and sure enough, oh yeah, sure enough, after my water broke, mm-hmm. I was like in so much pain that I just wanted to yell. Like, I remember like, you, you I'm sure you guys did it too, where it's like you were getting a t- contraction and you just like, oh, I feel like, like I you was just all clenched. a blur. I feel like I cannot oh, remember. No. Oh, I can't remember. Why? You know, I feel like a contraction and you blur. just, instead of like know. yelling sometimes, you just like, like that like you just make that sound because you don't even I, at least for me it was like that like I would hold on to the bed rails and yeah. like, oh my gosh like this is so painful Julio would try to hold my hand and be like me yeah me too I was like you okay okay like what do you want me to do how can I I wish I wish Sam would have at least held my hand he was like what time how many how much longer like that was seriously sad no that was asking the the people the nurses the doctors how much longer like Every hour. No, I was just like, que, I know. Fuera, fuera. fuera, Sam. Yes. So then, yeah. After six. So then, um, I got the like finally they're like, okay, we're gonna get your epidural in. You were like, seven are you ready? Are you ready? And then the anesthesiologist was in another room. They're like, mm. okay, we're just waiting. We're just waiting for him. Me. We're just waiting. I was like, okay, okay. Like, I'm okay. You know, I'll like deal with it. And then finally, he got here to my room, and then I was like. They were like, okay, for the epidural, you can't move. You have to stay still. If you get a contraction, you can't move at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. Like, I'll try to be in as still as possible. So then when I, like, sat up, I was like, cool down. Wait, I'm having a contraction. I'm like, okay, let oh. it pass. Let it pass. Let it pass. <laughs> and then, like, I was, that was, like, I remember I was, like, shaking. And so they made Kevin, like, sit in front of me, hold me, like, help, help me, like, bend over. And like they put it on whatever and it took like after that it took like maybe 10 15 minutes for me to completely be numb like to completely feel like okay i don't feel any contractions anymore and sure enough like i kept seeing like you know how they put the monitors yeah. to like look at your contractions oh my gosh by the time like their patrol kicked in my contractions are so, so high, high that they the nurses were, were like they're so high that they're off the chart like you can't even you can't even see them anymore because they're even going higher but the monitor screen doesn't let us see exactly how high they're getting yeah 
And uh, like when I would get like a really high one, they're like, ooh, can you feel that? And I would feel my body like tense up, tense. but I didn't feel yeah, you didn't the pain, feel, yes. which was amazing. I was like, heck yeah, I can contract all night long. Um, so then I like, but you felt like the pressure. Was. Yeah. So then, um, I had the epidural and whatever, and then they gave me like that little push button, like mm-hmm. way to give yourself more I wish doses. I knew about that. But, yeah. To give yourself a little bit more dose, like just push here, you know, if you start to feel it. So then I did, I pushed it once and I said, okay, I'm going to give myself some dose, let it like kick in. And then again, but then I said, okay, I don't want to feel nothing because I don't even know what I'm supposed to feel. Like when is yeah. she ready to come out? You know? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you're going to feel this, this and that. And I was like, well, I was, I couldn't even feel anything. Like I couldn't feel my legs. I couldn't feel anything. And so they were like, okay, you know, whatever. So then they were like, it's cause you're going to need, you're going to feel like the urge to push. And then I was like, okay, fine. That's fine. I'll feel the urge to push. So then finally at like eight in the morning, I was like, I, I was telling Kevin, like, the nurses need to get in here. Like the doctor needs to get in here. Cause I need to push. I need to push. I need to push. And then they came in. They're like, yep, you're 10 centimeters dilated. The head is like coming out. Let's go. Let's get ready. Push, start pushing. So then the midwife came in and we started. And then like two hours later at 10, so how, 20, you two hours, you were pushing for two hours. I was pushing for two hours. I got a fever in the middle of everything. <gasps> like I was like, the nurses were like, my fever was so high. Like the nurses were tripping out. They were like putting towels on me, like wetting them, putting them again, wetting them, putting them again. Yeah. Like Kevin was like <clears throat> panicking, like, are you okay? And then like, he was like that, that was like, my mom was there during my labor was my mom and Kevin, but I'm so grateful that Kevin was there. Like as much as I was embarrassed, like I know he's my husband and he's seen like every corner of my body, but it's like (laughs) in that way, I was like, heck no, I don't want you near anywhere like below my waist at the moment. I just want you by my face. And he would be like, I don't see nothing. No, he don't. Let me tell you that Sam was holding my legs. Yeah. Sam was like, like trying to look. Kevin was. And I, at the, like, at the moment, I was like, I don't care. Just yeah. help me. And so they made him like, he was the one counting my, like my pushes, yes. like 10, uh-huh. 9, 8. And then he was like holding one of my legs. Like, come on, come on. You got this. You got this. Like, come on. This is, this is not right. Whatever. Like that to me, I think like Kevin and the midwife together were like giving me the strength because I, at one point I, I stopped pushing and I just said, I don't care. God, I'm not pushing time. anymore. I'm done. I'm in like, and then I could feel everything because the epidural ran yes. out by the time, like two hours later, like yeah. that's, there was like, you know, it was already low. So then I said, nope, I'm done. I'm not pushing anymore. I don't care. You guys need to cut me open, send me to C-section. I'm done pushing. And my midwife grabbed my knees and she like opened them. And she's like, you are pushing three more, three more contractions, three more contractions. And she will be out three more contractions. She'll be like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then Kevin's like, come on, come on, babe. Just come on, you got this. And sure enough, like three pushes later, she came out. I kept drinking. I kept drinking water. I kept drinking. Give me eyes. Give me eyes. My mom. No, they didn't want to let you. They don't want to kick me. Um, well, my, um, my mom thought I was going to pass out. She was like, I thought you were going to die on us. But it's so funny because she, she like opened, uh, like I was, she sees, um, Ezra's like tip of his head, like crowning the hair. And then she was like, oh, you stop, you're nervoso. You can't even see anything. It was just my vagina and his head. And she was like, I am nervoso. We I mean, she was right. It's that muscle. But we clown on her till this day because we were just like always Grab remember. 
that's so funny i know like so, oh it just gives me like so much like so memories of like the pain and like the feeling of like a newborn oh my gosh yes i like I, I sobbed i was like all i can remember saying is like my baby my baby like i just and then kevin over here too crying like we were there together oh it was sam just, was like, not like, sam did not cry i didn't so even beautiful. cry i did not cry i did it i don't know why <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't make my like i i didn't feel like crying I but know. i think it's because you had a different experience yeah like you were you went through the pain before you know like mm. you like they did the whole like dilating you and doing all that and then by the time you were actually pushing like you couldn't feel anything so it was like a different type of like relief it was like okay yeah he's here, like, no like gonna... he's yeah he, and then when they gave him to me he literally just stared at me like Aww. See, you and I, we were so just looking at each other. <laughs> uh, we were just like, like, he was, my mom, she still tells me like, till now, like, oh my gosh, he just stared at, he stared at, he, I couldn't hear him cry. And I was like, is he okay? Like, he I even told, um, I even told the nurse, like, is he fine? He's like, yeah, he's fine. I'm like, well, I thought when babies came out, they're like, ah, you yeah. know, but you know, he wasn't crying. Yeah, Esther was crying. And then mm-hmm. until they, like, put her on my chest. Mm-hmm. Like, skin to skin. skin oh, yes. my gosh. That was I like, don't know a, why I didn't cry. So I cried at my wedding. What the heck? Like, I should have cried. But see, I didn't baby. cry at your wedding. <laughs> and you, you didn't cry at mine. I no. did cry. I did cry at your wedding. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So but I cried at my own wedding. Yeah, I know, but I. But didn't you didn't cry, cry in your wedding. No, it was like, see, we all react different. So yeah, so, so maybe, yeah, maybe. <sighs> yeah. So where do I begin? Mm-hmm. A bit. Let's start with Olivia. Um, she was due March eighth. I ended up having her um, about a week after March sixteenth, mm-hmm. um, which is coming up. But um, <laughs> with her, I remember my sisters all telling me. Make sure at least a week before your due date, you start eating salads and healthy. Don't eat meat. Try and be, eat very light. You know, walk this a lot. This is why Christina is like this. I had, sorry, I had a, what is it, carnestata fries, I think, the night that I came. Oh, no, I had before. Benihana and like the four, the three-course meal. Yes, I really did my with are, my friends. And the reason why, for those of you who are not moms, obviously when you're, you know, in labor and you're pushing, you know, you, you may not always control your bowel movements. Yeah. You know, you're pushing. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can go You don't poop. talk about you this, can. Christina. Sorry. Girls hey, don't real life. Real life right here. Girls don't poop. Um, so, yeah, they were, you know, prepping me and then they kind of, like I said before, they kind of scared me into, you know, making sure that I didn't have um, the, a C-section because they told me that the post-labor would be a lot more difficult than a vaginal, um, you know, delivery. Yeah. And um, I just remember, like, thinking in my head, like, I don't want to have a C-section. I don't want to have a C-section. Yeah. Um, but I did a lot of walking. I remember um, going oh, and yeah. getting a pedicure with my aunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would go walking every day mm-hmm. and um, – Every like afternoon we would go walking. Um, I remember actually the day before um, I gave birth, Julio and I went to IHOP for breakfast, um, and we were kind of just like, you know, so what's gonna happen? Like, are you are you okay? How are you feeling? I was getting contractions um, mm-hmm. in my back, but not as bad. You know, not that I normal pain that I assumed would be normal for birth. Yeah. Um, so I remember on I think it was a Friday. Um, I woke up and I was feeling super, super tired, like super just uncomfortable. Um, and I had the urge to go to the restroom a lot. 
which I think it was my body like preparing Preparing. itself like hey you gotta release whatever's in there because you're gonna be going into labor soon and that's it like that's one of the signs right of like you Mm -hmm. going into labor it's like you you need to go to the restroom yeah and I remember just like you know what I'm gonna take a shower at that moment I did have the diaper bag ready I didn't have my bag ready um so I was in the shower and then I just remember when I was showering I saw some blood I'm like oh crap so I got out of the shower and I told my sister um like hey you know this I I have I'm spotting like there's some blood she's like oh no no that's your mucus plug like you're gonna be going into labor do you have any contractions I'm like well how do I know the difference between that and back pain she's like you're having contractions if you're having back Mm -hmm. pain those are contractions call Julio call Julio so I call Julio and I'm like you know what I think I'm going into labor so as I'm waiting for him, I'm getting my stuff ready to go, which I think I put him like in a backpack. Like I didn't even have a bag for myself. I just put like slippers and pajamas and, you know, my toiletries. And he got there and we went to the hospital. We got to like around 1130, I think it was. I was only one centimeter dilated. So they wanted to send me home because my contractions were not too close together. My water hadn't broken and they weren't really concerned that, you know, I was going to have the baby anytime soon. So mm-hmm. I was, I remember a story of one of my sister's co-workers who that happened to where she went to hospital and they sent her and they sent her home and pobrecita um she ended up losing the baby because um she ended up the baby was wrapped around um they had the umbilical wrapped around yeah so i remember like Mm -hmm. i even called my sister um i'm like hey they want to send me home don't let them send you home like you're there you're you have contractions and you know they they can admit you so they ended up admitting me and they had me, they didn't have a room for me yet. So they didn't admit me. Well, they, you know, paperwork wise, like, yeah, okay, you yes. can stay. We're not sending you home. So I just remember me and Julio walking down the hallway, like back and forth, back and forth. And then when I would get a contraction, I would just hold on to the wall. And then he would try holding my hand and I'm like, Quítate. Yeah. I'm like, don't even come near me right it's now. And not because, yeah. no, not necessarily because it was his <laughs> fault, but I just like, I just didn't want people around me. Yeah. So I went back. The doctors finally called me. They gave me the gown. They asked me, do you have a birthing plan? And I'm like, I had no idea what that meant, to be honest. I was yeah. like, uh, I want to have the baby the, out. I want to have the baby. <laughs> um, like, I don't want to go home. As soon as possible. So they're like, okay, no. Would you like an epidural? Um, you know, are you going to go natural? And I remember my sisters telling me, you know, try and go as long as you can without it. You know, I'm like, I couldn't. At that moment, my pain was already, like, really high. So I'm like... Yeah, give me that epidural. But then I told them to wait before they called the anesthesiologist because, like, well, what if I'm having a contraction as he's doing it? Because they talk they usually over... time that. Yeah, they yeah. usually like give you a chance. And they, they, you know, they went over all the risks. You could become paralyzed. You can have this and yeah. that. And I was just freaked out. I'm like, you know what, mi madre, mejor no. <laughs> so then we was like, are you sure? Because you know, there's not going to be enough time for you know you and you know to you know once you start pushing or once the pain the contractions come closer. Yeah. I'm like. Okay, I'll I'll get it. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get the the epidural. And I remember it was the they came in and my water broke like right before they were gonna they were gonna do it. And I just remember oh sit, like sitting on the bed and just like, feeling the hot. Oh, yeah. I'm like my water just broke. Like there was a nurse getting some tubes or whatever. I'm like I'm like yelling like my water just broke. <laughs> yeah. So they got me out, they changed the gown, they, they, you know, changed the sheets. I went to the restroom and, um, the anesthesiologist came in. I think it was only like two centimeters at that time. So I wasn't even dilating, um, you know, fast enough. Wow, that's crazy though. Well, but after your water breaks, usually it speeds up, right? Yeah. But then 
um, I think my mother-in-law was the one that told me, I think it was for Emma that, you know, after you get the epidural, it usually slows, sometimes it slows it yeah. down. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, 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 had, don't I, don't know slow, I had a slow birth. Yeah. I don't know the so reality know. Ab- uh, around that, but I think it's also because like you the epidural feel, is like numbing yeah, your body. Your so body. your body's so, reacting to it. Different. And, yeah, that was. I think we just kind of waited because my, again, my contractions weren't that close together. I wasn't dilating. Excuse me. I remember my dad and my sisters came, and and it's funny. Papa, um, the doctor would come to check me to see how far my dad would want to stay there, and then I would have to tell Julio like, get my dad out of here. The doctor's coming. So Julio would be like, Don Jose, vamos, vamos a fuera, vamos a una agua. And I'm like, get oh, him out. That was your first. Baby. Yeah, that was my first baby. Um, so finally, like, I had a. T- I think it was like already eight o'clock and I couldn't eat anything. So I was there since 1130 yeah. and I was starving. Oh my God. And I'm yeah, like, I and they gave for like me ice two chips days. and I think j- jello cup, like an orange jello or something. And I'm like, this, this is not going to do nothing for me. So I remember it was I like know, the I, kept, eight I always kept saying like, can I get more ice chips? <laughs> it was like that. Got all the cranberry juice. It was like the eight o'clock news or something. I think we were watching like KCAL nine. And they kept telling me, you know, turn to your side, turn to your left, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And finally, I told them, I'm like, you know what? Tell, call call my sister and tell my dad, like, it's time to go home. Like, I – because I remember sleeping, and then um, he left, and I got a fever. Um, también, mm-hmm. me entró calentura, and I just remember Julio, like, putting a towel on my head, giving me ice chips, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of off and on, like, sleeping, um, and then finally, like around one thirty, um, I was already like, they told me like, okay, you're about six centimeters. So we're going to go ahead and let your doctor know, like, you know, who, who was going to deliver the baby, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, you're getting closer. So yeah, like within the, uh, I think it was three thirty. uh, I think I opened up only one centimeter Wow. and finally they like, okay, you know what? Um, the doctor's going to be on her way soon. So, uh, you know, just we're, we're going to keep monitoring you. You know, at that point, the fever had kind of went down, but I, I don't know why I felt nauseous. I ended up throwing up. And so I threw, I was throwing up and then finally they're like, okay, it was like four thirty. Okay. You're eight centimeters. Don't, we're going to start going over your pushes. Like they were yeah, prepping like the pre, me, the yeah. pre whatever mm-hmm. push, I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah, and so like the doctor was, I think already in the hospital, she was getting prepped. Um, and it's funny because with the nurse, once I got nine, was I was nine centimeters, um, I felt her, I felt her head like in my pelvic area. Like I wanted her out. And they're like, We see her crowning, do not push, you gotta keep her there until the doctor comes. And I'm like, Well, I feel it. And I, I need to get it out because yeah, I felt like this when, immense when you, pressure. Yeah, you just your body just naturally wants. And to I like push. reach down, <laughs> I reach down, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to get this out. And they're like, no, no, no hold on, don't push, don't you push like yet. Felt her? Yes, her I felt the head. Oh my gosh, um, I, I so didn't yeah, see. so you didn't push for too long. I didn't because once the doctor came in, I did like two or three pushes, and she was out. Um, the only thing that happened with her was I remember. Um, as soon as I, I, you know, I pushed, it was three pushes with the doctor and she was out. Um, no lloro. And I just remember there was a nurse on my right side. Julio was on my left and there was like, obviously the doctor, um, and then other nurse or two other people getting the baby bed ready. And 
we didn't hear her cry. All of a sudden, the doctor's like, no, no, you got to call back up or something. So the doctor, that the nurse that was on my right reached over me to get the pen, like the nurse call button. Uh -huh. And they took the baby right away. So I kept telling her, what's wrong? What's wrong? At that point, I was like crying because I didn't hear her cry. I had this doctor reaching over me. You're like thinking um, the worst. I was tripping out. I'm like, he's not crying. Is he okay? They're like, no, he's fine. And um, it took her, them a while. Um, she had part of her umbilical cord not around her oh. neck but it was getting there oh and she had already pooped inside oh, so uh -huh. she had comido poquita popoya oh, so they had to like like pump it out they had to take it out <laughs> and i remember just getting you know panicked and then they gave her to Julio and pobrecita mi niña, she's beautiful now, but I just remember <laughs> when she was born, tenía los ojitos de like a little alien, like, you know, <laughs> swollen own. face yeah. and everything. But... I had a real bad, like, conehead. Like, so did so Esther. Bad. I she she kind of did too. Olivia kind of did too because she was stuck there for, I was I know, like, like, oh my gosh, please put a beanie on this kid. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, really... got two, you have two, um, cover that. With... You have two beanies. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was luckily, yeah, I was an it was a natural birth. We were there from not seven uh, eleven thirty in the morning on a Friday, and she was born on a Saturday at like five o three a.m. five five fifteen, five thirteen, five o three, something five o'clock in the morning. Um, with Adrian, that pregnancy was crazy, um, and. I didn't really have a birthing plan with him. Uh, again, I didn't want um, I knew in my mind I didn't want With Adrian, um, that whole leading up to the pregnancy was a bit crazy. Um, he was due at the end of October um, and beginning of November, and he was born early. Uh, I remember I still hadn't even decided. I think I was planning on only doing like a week prior to my due date off, just like I had with Olivia, which, again, at that time I wasn't even – familiar that I can do the whole like four weeks prior to my due date. Um, I mean, I could have looked it up, but I think part of me was like, I have to work. I have to leave everything ready for when I'm on maternity leave. So I really didn't think of it, but I remember we had a team meeting that morning. Um, we checked in with our director and then I was going to do some shopping, went shopping for the site. Um, and I took my lunch break at my dad's house. Um, my aunt made me some, I remember some quesadillas and I had some fruit. And I was getting ready to go, but I remember as I was sitting down, my back started hurting, mm -hmm. and it had been hurting in like in uh, intermittently when I was at the store. So I was like, "Oh, it's just you know because I've been walking a lot, and mm -hmm. you know this is normal." And when I got to my site, ya tenía yo dolores. Like they were really, they weren't close together, but they were really bad. Um, I remember getting the stuff down. I told my staff, like, hey, I still have a lot of bags in my car. Like, do you mind going get them? Because my back is really hurting right now. She's like, are you okay? Like, do you need me to call anybody? Um, you know, do you want us to check in the kids by, you know, you don't have to go out there. You could stay in the office. I'm like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. I said, I have a doctor's appointment this afternoon. So, you know, after my doctor's appointment, I may just ask my director to go home for the day. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. So we got the stuff down. And see, like, I didn't even make it past, like, 3 o'clock. Um, kids at that time got out, like, at 2.30. And my doctor's appointment, I think, was, like, around 4.30. So I ended up calling my director and telling her, hey, um, I have a doctor's appointment today, um, but I think I might be leaving a little early. And he's like, okay, just, you know, make sure your site is set and you can go. 
So I try to wait around as closely as as close as possible to my appointment because mm-hmm. like I'm you know like you already, I'll just be yeah. there early. So I cleaned up my office and I left like the stuff ready. Um, and I left. I drove. Um, I was getting back pain, which now I realize I that was super dangerous because I was already in labor mm-hmm. and I could you know I put on freaking car accident yeah. so i get to my doctor's appointment and you know the doctor's checking me and she's like oh you know what we're gonna see you later tonight and i said what why she's like you're six centimeters so mm-hmm. i need you to go home take a shower get your diaper bag and i'll see you at the hospital wow. so at that moment i was like I what the heck working. so i call julio crazy. he was still at work and i'm like uh you have to meet me at my dad's my aunt was watching olivia so i'm like the doctor just said to go to the hospital so um and by this time you're living with your dad uh no we we oh, we you know yeah. but we had our place but olivia was being watched by my oh, aunt okay. so um he ended up I, honestly i don't remember i think i drove to the house which he didn't want me to but i'm like by the time you get here but we started arguing so i'm like i just yeah. drove to the house um i left my car there mm-hmm. um or he left his truck there mm-hmm. and we left to the house i didn't have a diaper bag i didn't have my bag ready ready so i didn't have nothing ready wow. so I remember telling Julio, like, get my stuff, just get my leggings, give me pajamas, you know, get the baby. Everything was washed for Adrian. So I already had, like, his stuff there, but I hadn't packed it. Mm. So I just told him, just put everything in a bag. I'm going to take a shower. Dude, as I was showering, I was on my knees. I couldn't stand the pain. Like, yeah, estaba yo que no podía. And then here oh he comes. Gosh. Are these the pants you wanted? I'm like, I don't care. They're black leggings. It doesn't matter. Just put them in the bag. Make sure you get my chanclas, my like my my, my sandals, my slippers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, vamos. Um, luckily, like as soon as we get there, they had a they already had the the wheelchair there for me. They wheel me up. Um, I was seven centimeters. When I get there and they start like, okay, you're, you know, you're admitting you. They start taking off my clothes and everything. And um, they're like, okay, you know, we're, you're going to, you're ready. Like you're ready. I'm like, I need that epidural. I need that epidural. And they're like, honey, you're too far along. Like the baby's coming. So we're just going to give it. I think they gave me some like pain, something, but it wasn't that epidural. It like kind of makes you just like drowsy. drowsy. I don't know That's what it was. Thing, yeah. They offered it to me too, but <clears throat> I was like, you better not freaking take No, that. I said I wasn't just- going to take any, I would maybe take the epidural but not any other like mm-hmm. what do they call it narco- narcotics. Like narcotics yeah and i remember it was already like around 6 30 when we got there it was gonna be like seven o'clock so um they they had me like there ready to go they were just monitoring the contractions um his his heart rate at that moment was very irregular so they like hooked up extra monitors to monitor his heart rate um and around eight eight o'clock they're like okay you're nine centimeters we're prepping you um we're gonna start having you push but one um my i think it was my right side of my cervix was too swollen Mm -hmm. so he was suffocating himself every time i pushed he was being suffocated by part of my cervix so his heart rate was uh dropping dropping yeah so they're like, okay, we're going to try it a little bit more. If you can't, within like three pushes, if you can't, we're going to have to rush you into emergencies, you know, for it's a C-section. C-section. Yeah. I'm like, ni me dicho eso because eso me puso me so nervous, yeah. so scared. Like, I don't want a C-section. Um, and I remember around like 9.15, 9, yeah, it was like 9.15, 9.20. They're like, okay, you know what? Um, these are going to be your last pushes. I just remember praying to God, like, please give me strength. God, help me. 
Um, honestly, I don't even remember where Julio was. Like, I was just so zoned so into fun. what was going yeah. on with the baby. And I then know what Julio was doing. I had like, I remember just seeing like a Target bag. Where I didn't even pack myself. There was a Target bag with my clothes, like over there in the corner. I just told him, get the bag out of here. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to see like, Target right now. <laughs> I don't want to see them. That's embarrassing. It's not a bag. Yeah. It's just a plastic. That's so funny because knowing Christina, she loves Target. She's like, uh, get the Target out. Not even Target was making yeah. her happy at the yeah. time. So um, it was around 9.30 and they're like, okay, this is your last push um, because we're really concerned about the baby right now and and honestly when they told me that like i was just weak like i couldn't even push anymore i was yeah. just more scared like than nothing more, yeah. yeah like so do they, whatever i heard them do. like okay it's ready to go so the room next door were like whatever was ready to go for um the baby and they took us in there with who was like wearing a gown the cap the glasses and i just remember it was so cold in there it was so so cold i was Aww. very like sleepy like very I was out of it. Yeah, it was also the medication. Yeah, that he and healed. then yeah, I remember throwing up, and I'm like, I tell, I was telling Julio, like, because he was on my left side. I'm like, he's always on the left. I'm like, Julio, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. There was nothing around, and I think he got like a towel that was near there, and he just here. put it to my mouth. And he started like wiping me, and then the nurse came, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I honestly didn't even feel anything. No. Um, they took the baby out. Um. And I just remember Julio holding him. He didn't even cry. He held him. Lo limpiaron. They gave him like that gel in the eyes or whatever. And then they gave him to me. And, and you know, it was just like surreal because I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect an emergency C-section. And I just remember the thing I remember vividly about that was that they put me in a room. I felt like I was in a freaking morgue. It was like steel stainless steel cabinets everywhere and they just put me in there i think it's like something it was because it was sterile yeah and they were gonna like like after yeah after. after okay and i was just like laying there and i'm like what the heck am i doing here where's my baby and they were waiting for a room to put me in but because i don't know stitched up they had me in like a sterile area um and then i was in the hospital for like those three days mm -hmm. um and this i think the worst was like the feeling of the stitches um, it was not comfortable. I did not like it. Um, the whole going to the restroom made it even worse. Because, I mean, after, after Olivia, I still remember going home and, like, putting a load of laundry to wash, which my sister yeah. was like, no te agaches, que estas haciendo? Um, yeah. Like, laundry. But with Adrian, it was, like, just so much more difficult to even get up or sit up. Um, I mean, we could talk about, like, our post yeah, baby yeah, yeah. experiences on another episode but, but i can only imagine though because even like me giving birth naturally and whatever it's like like it's, it's sore. still hurt yeah. i was still in sore. pain yeah. i was you know uncomfortable with like, and then the worst thing for her you tried i like, tried pushing. yeah that's what i was saying and that imagine was... that would have happened to me where i'm trying and then yeah. i end up having um a c-section yeah and yeah. then um with emma um that one, luckily, I was well, very well rested for Emma's birth. I took the four weeks prior to her due date. Her due date was January 13th. Um, so I went on break. I went on break. I went on uh, leave, right, like when we were going on winter break for school. Um, and with her pregnant, well, with her, I remember I was already having like the Brexton Hicks contractions like, in, mm -hmm. like for Thanksgiving. 
And I remember Christmas, and I think it was New Year's. We were at my dad's. I forgot which one. And I, Julio was kind of drinking. He likes to, you know, drink here and there, if you know him. Here and there. A little drinking. Um, Every now and, and then. And I told my brother-in-laws, and I told everyone, do not give him anything. He has a pregnant wife who's about to give labor, and I don't want him being drunk and not being Driving, able to drive me to the hospital. Yeah. So they all kind of laughed, but I'm like, I'm being serious. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh, crap. And then I even told him, like, because I don't want yeah, to be dealing with this. Yeah, you never know. Yes. <laughs> and like, we have kids, and what if you go in, I go into labor? Um, so luckily, no, he was good. But um, he was I, good in regards to he didn't drink or? No, yeah, he he, he controlled himself. I think That's, I think yeah. one, one yeah. or two. But um, I remember, like, January 13th passed, and I still had, like, no signs of baby coming. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is she's never going to come out. Because at that point, I was already really uncomfortable. I was getting the back pain. Um, I think th- for all three, I had the back, back labor. labor? Oh, um, no, and I it's so painful. If, ever, if I actually ever do have another baby, which I say I will not because um, I don't want one. But if I ever do, I hope I don't have back labor ever again because it just it, it hurts. Just, yeah. So hurts. I remember we were at that day. We went to drop off. Age. Julio got a couple of days prior which I, I i'm so grateful he did um we dropped off adrian at school we um the day before we had gone to breakfast the day um it was january 16th it was raining that whole month was like raining and cold um we dropped him off i still had to go to target to get a, get a couple of um stuff that i needed and we went uh to target and then we went to lunch at olive garden I remember we went to GameStop to get, I don't know, he needed batteries or something. So we went. And I remember when I was walking at Target, my back was hurting. And I'm like, Julio, I think we got to go. Like, I'm not feeling good. My feet are swollen. Like, my back is hurting. We went home. I didn't even have, like, ganas to you cook. You left early from Target? Yes. I didn't even go. Wow. I needed to go. She didn't like, take the go. whole trip around Target. No, I didn't. I just went to the sections. I, like, I don't I even want to. the dollar section, which is not even a dollar section. I don't even want to go there like the five dollar section now yeah um <laughs> just keeps going and up. under next is ten dollars target come on walmart's having a they're there i saw like somebody post like and yeah they're having their own little dollar oh, spot no, no. um so what were they saying so yeah so we were like we left target we went home um i showered and i told her like you know what i'm gonna take a nap because my back is really hurting i laid on the couch and then he ended up picking up the kids from school um and then that that leading up to that night, I was just having intermittent um, back pain. So my contractions were about a, like two hours apart. Um, it it wasn't until about eight o'clock at night where I was trying to eat dinner and I I just couldn't. Like I wasn't even hungry. Even, yeah. Um, the pain was already getting to me, and it was around ten thirty or so where I was like. I was already laying down and I couldn't go to sleep. So I went to the restroom and I'm like, oh, I remember Olivia. And then me fui para atrás a la cama. And then otra vez, I'm like, oh, I have to get up and go to the restroom. Like that ganas to go to the restroom, but like you can't, but then you do. Yeah. Um, that was me for like a good half an hour. Um, by like 11 o'clock, I remember who there was like already snoring. And I went to the restroom and uh, my mucus plug. Yeah. So I was like, Julio, it's time. Let's go. And at that moment, I don't know why. I just started shaking. Like, I wasn't cold. It's I just started just shaking. I was nervous. You just had, like, you know, your previous baby. 
was a C-section. So yeah, that was probably like that the thought of and Olivia and Adrian. Through. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's in the middle of the night. I have to wake them up. Like, um, I wasn't even planning. We ended up dropping them off at you my mother-in-law's. Call, you called me even like, hey, come watch my kids. I don't know. No, we we ended up. Well, Julio was, was like, you know what? I should take my sister's coming. My sister's gonna come, and then we ended up dropping them off over there. But um, luckily, I had like their ziplock, like their clothes cool. for the days, like already ready to go in ziplock bags. So I just we grabbed their backpacks. Julio loaded the car. I think I was grabbing like my charger and my last minute like stuff. Um, I packed them like their school lunch for the next day. I'm like, I don't know what I put them. I think it was like a lunchable and like a juice and a fruit. I don't even remember, but Julio packed it all and we left and, and I couldn't even find my shoes that I was wearing my like target Birkenstyle wannabe knockoff, um, mm -hmm. black sandals and with socks on, I was like, not even ready. And I, Julio dropped off the kids at his mom's. I called the, like the hospital, like, Hey, we're on our way. Um, yeah. And once we get there, um, they had the wheelchair ready for me. We went up, I think I was like two centimeters dilated when we got there and they asked me again about my birthing plan. And this time I'm like, I want the epidural. I don't want a C-section. <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, you had a C-section in your previous, you know, birth. So, yeah. um, the likelihood of you having another C-section is actually higher then, you know, vaginal, we're going to do everything we can to make sure you have a vaginal delivery. But just so you know, if at a certain threshold, you know, at a certain point, um, we, you, we may have to have you get a C-section. Um, so we recommend that you get that epidural so that way you're halfway ready to go, yeah. um, mm -hmm. you know, if we need to rush you in for that. So I don't know what it was, just this pregnancy. I just remember feeling like, well, I was at the hospital, super, super cold. We got to the hospital, it was like 1230 um, if you if you hear noises in the back, it's a dog. Okay, guys. No, that's Nimbus um, snoring. I don't know if you guys can hear it. If but you happen to hear it, um, it's loud. He doesn't snore as loud as my husband, which but is great. he's almost there. But he's almost there. Um, so I was just shaking the whole time, and I remember being so like with Julio. He was sitting this time. He was like, on my right side, on a chair, on his phone, and I'm like, Julio, he's really? Like, I've gone through this. Can you three come times. over here, please? can you get over here? And he was just like, well, what happened? What do you need? He's like, do you want me to hold your hand? I'm like, no, don't hold my hand. Just stand right here. And, um, he was just like, okay, fine. I'll stand right here. And I'm like, Oh shoot. I haven't messaged my sisters. So like I messaged my sisters like, hello. It was like maybe one o'clock in the morning, one 30. I'm at the hello, hospital. <laughs> I'm at the hospital. No, my sisters. I'm like, I'm at the hospital right yeah, now. Well, that's why. Hello um, baby. Please, like please communicate with Julio if you need anything. And I think my sister was like, what? How come you didn't tell us, um, you know, that you were going, whatever. Um, but I remember they came to tell me, like, okay, this is going to be your last chance. Are you going to want that patrol? Yes or no? And so me and Julio talked to him. was like, it's up to you. Like, do you want it? I'm mm -hmm. like, well, right now I feel like I'm okay. But um, I don't know if it's going to if it's gonna get, like, worse, worse, or if I can handle it, you know, being without it. Second one you didn't have. With oh, the well, second you ended one? up having epidural because you had a C-section. But well, she they, still had epidural before, right? Oh, yeah. Before you actually went into. They didn't give it to me. They no, yeah. Not they even didn't have a C-section? Well, the after was, you know, say when the they rushed me in. When they rushed me in to the, do the C-section. Yeah, because that's what I totally forgot. About. Yeah, because you said that you I asked got there, for it. And, and they said like, it was, you can't, you can't yeah. anymore. It's already ready oh to go. Yeah. So they gave me some like pain thing. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So then with Emma, um, I remember like, okay, you know what? 
you decide. So I'm like, fine, yes. So I signed for it, and they're like, okay, we're gonna get the anesthesiologist, but he's with someone else right now. So I'm like, oh, que la chingada. Que vienen y me dicen, no están listos. Sorry, So yeah, vino el guy, and you know, he's going over, like, okay, you know, you need to be still, this and that. And I was so scared because I was shaking, like literally. Do I see. you realize I'm in labor? How do you ask me to stay still? Like but what? What scared me most is that I was shaking, and so the guy's like, "You know what? We're gonna have to, ha- you know, calm you down. Where's, where's dad? Dad, I need you to come over here and hold on to her. I don't want that. Anybody else? But hold on to her because she's she's moving a lot, and we want you know to be very steady. So I'm like, wait, I have a feel another contraction coming in. So he's like, okay, I think I had the guy there for like three contractions <laughs> before actually like he, they put the they thing. They never, know. they didn't let Sam hold me. No. no well, at the first nurse, they didn't. The nurse was like, I'm going to hold you because I know what to do. Yeah. So like they, they, but like that was The it, anesthesiologist, like, I think, asked Julio to come because he saw I was shaking. So he thought I was nervous. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not shaking because I, I just, I'm shaking. I don't know why yeah. but after the the nurse got me from like the like my shoulders and then yeah like he kind of went away and was standing in front of me but oh, no they they sat kevin like they made him no. really grab a chair you sit right in front of her you help her you talk to her breathe yeah. with her you know do all the he things with yeah because even like, sam asked i remember and she was like no i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do it yeah so with with after that i think it helped but honestly i don't know i think it was worse but i remember you mentioned that they gave you the little thingy the, yeah, like the, the good Johnny sabia until the very end after <laughs> i had her okay i got up and like i saw the the back pad on like, the back oh, yeah, you could con con sangre, and i'm like what, what's all the blood? Oh, that was from that epidural thing. Like, you know, when you move, you know, there's blood. And, you know, I'm like, what am I connected to now? Oh, that's your, you know, I'm like, oh, I saw a button. I was like, so I could have been injecting more pain reliever. They're like, yeah, you never clicked it. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, they made that. That they, they made did, it they really clear it, to yeah, me. To me like, too. I didn't, like, they probably did. You click it if you need some more dosage. Yes. You know, um, you can clip. I think you can, like in the in the like certain amount of time you can only click it this like that many times. Um, so they say okay. Like for example, in the thirty minutes you can only click it three times. You know, you yeah. can't click anymore. It's not gonna go any more than three times. So mm-hmm. whatever. Um. But yeah, I didn't I was, even know. I only I only clicked it once anyway, and then by the I time I pushed her, I was I felt everything everything like it was just I was knocked terrible. down. I, but you know what I'm I'm, I'm so I was tired. like I'm thinking about you mentioning the fact that like with Adrian your cervix was um swelling. swelling. Um, I remember, you know, my mom was with me in labor, and my mom's really like, you know, she was like, no, you can't get the epidural, don't get the epidural, mm-hmm. try to do a natural, natural is better. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like. <laughs> I don't care. Like at that point, I was like, I don't care if you're not going to be, you know, supporting me, then I want you to go, like, go get out. I don't care. So then she, she my mom was the one like, oh, well, whenever you feel like you need to push, you push. You push. Like, don't, don't, don't listen to the nurses. You just push. You just push. And then a nurse came in and she's like, no, if you push before you need to push, like just to do practice pushes, your cervix is going to swell, swell and then you're not going to be able to push her out. So she's like, no, please listen to me. Yeah. Like, please don't push yeah. before your time. Once you feel like you need to push, then push. Go ahead. But not before. Like, I don't feel do like that's sometimes pushing. when it's hard because you have, like, your Hispanic family or the traditions and the thoughts that they have. And then you have, like, 
the, the actual the professionals. Yeah, it would. That and, and it's hard because it's kind of like who, you know, and like my, my mom. Like, my, like for example, like okay, my mom already had five. Like she should know what she's talking about. But then I was one like, of, oh. one of my sisters, she had four. She was not. She did not have the epidural for none of them. And yeah. I don't know. I think her right. height, like her tolerance for pain, is is a lot it's higher. Yeah. Um. But I remember. I think it was it's my older still, sisters. Oh, like, like you... the only reason why they want epidurals is to get money to get out money. of you. Yeah. The yeah, insurance. See, like whatever. all of those. I'm like, well, things, the pain is, you know. I don't know bad, that don't it's not, it. but yeah. Well, but I think going back to Emma. Yeah. Um. I think I was already like uh, six centimeters when it was around three thirty, and they started telling me, you know, we're we can't really locate her heartbeat right now. She's seemed to have moved a little. Mm-hmm. So we're going to monitor it. Cause it doesn't sound, um, we can't the get the reader. That, um, so the reader that they had yeah, wasn't either reading or something. Yeah. So they had a, a, I'm like, Oh my God, this is giving me flashbacks to Adrian. And I started like getting worried. So who was like, no, everything will be fine. Like, don't worry. Like, you know, my back. And, uh, I still kept shaking. And I told them like, Tell him to bring me another blanket. I'm super, super cold, which is normal because those are, um, you know, those are signs from the epidural. You get cold. Um, and then I remember I had these um, birthing, like, affirmation, like, audio thing. And I was just, like, listening to them. And, you know, my body is one. I am one with my body. I breathe, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, I mean, it, they sound kind of corny. But I was just repeating those to myself and repeating those to myself and, uh, my body knows what to do in the moment that, you know, whatever. And um, I remember like, the, <laughs> the, the nurses came out. They kept checking I on me. I telling to shh. And my doctor was not available. The one that was supposed to birth the baby. Birth me. <laughs> birth me. Birth the baby. Um, so it was another guy. And my doctor was a girl. It was a woman, which I felt more comfortable. Um, and this guy was a, a doctor, a guy doctor. And I'm like, oh, and he was older. And he came and he's like, oh, it looks like I'm going to be your doctor tonight. And um, uh, no, you ain't. <laughs> and let's see what we have here. And um, he came in and like regañó a las nurses. They're like, why does she have an extra monitor? Why doesn't she move to the side? I want you guys flipping her every 30 minutes to her side. Or actually, no, don't flip her. Just put her on her right side. I think the baby's going to be on that side. So we got to move the baby on. I don't know. Something yeah, about the baby like trying telling to move. you. Yeah. So entro and he like metió la mano and hey. he was like, oh, I think you're, you know, it's any time now. Just, you know, get ready because oh, we're, next time I come back, um, next time I come back, I think we're going to have uh, the baby's going to be here. So, yeah, like it was around 430 and I think I was like eight centimeters. But the baby's heart rate was, again, not what it needed to be. And I just remember starting to pray. And I told him, I don't want to see section. He's like, well, don't think about it. Don't think about it. So, yeah, finally, when we were getting ready, they, they came in like, okay, you know, we're going to start. They, had, they were prepping the bed for the baby. And the doctor came in. He's like, okay, Christina, are we it's ready to go? Thing. And I just remember when they put my legs up on top of that thingy because mm-hmm. I had like that thing there. My leg just fripped. It fell because of because the epidural. Yeah, because yeah. they were numb. And then the doctor's like, you know, I don't know. Think I don't know if we're gonna need it. See, try sitting up a little bit more to see if you can like hold your own legs. And then I did, but I'm like, you know what? I can't. Like I, I felt too uncomfortable. So they put them back up, and um, they're like, okay, the baby's heart rate right now is where we want it to be. So we're gonna have you start pushing. And I remember giving like three pushes y- y nada. and nada, um, and. 
he got called. I don't know what it was. He's like, oh my gosh, they're calling me. So he was telling, he was talking to the nurses. I'm like, hello, I'm right here. Like, hello, pay my attention baby, to me. My legs, you know, <laughs> um, up here. I'm giving birth here. So finally, like, it was around, yeah, it was like 4:55, 4:50, and I finally was able to push. I think two more times. You know, venia, like she just, I, like I don't know, I just couldn't. And he's like. I don't like this. We're going to have to figure something out. Like, so I don't know if they were talking amongst themselves. Maybe that's So then finally, and then that stresses me out. Like, I'm right here. I can hear everything you're saying. Or at least you can see that they're saying something. Yeah, you're saying something. And so Julio was like, no, come on, you can do this. And I just remember, like, with, like, while they were waiting for the next contraction to come for me to push, I just remember praying. And I don't think I did this with, I think I did it with Emma, but now with, with Olivia, but now with Adrian. I remember just praying and thinking, like, of my mom and my aunt, like, please just give me strength. Like may your, you know, your spirit or your angels, I just, I need you here to help me like push. And I did, I, you know, after that I pushed and the baby came out and I think I literally was sobbing. I don't like, I cried more when I also you were able to deliver. Yeah. I was able to deliver her naturally. And I think when she, like right when she was born, I was just like, it sounded like I was laughing, but I was sobbing. And then even Julio, when they gave her to him, um, he was crying and then they brought her to me for like skin to skin. And I was just like, Oh my God, we, I did it. Like, Oh, we were crying. And, um, I remember the nurse was like, which was super sweet because I don't think they had done it with Emma or, or Olivia with Adrian or I think they did, but let's get the picture. Let's get a picture. And the nurse, one of the nurses was like, where's the phone and taking pictures. And oh, that's um, I just remember telling Julio, I want a picture of my placenta. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even see mine. They showed me mine. They showed and me mine. They're like, with, look, yeah, they showed with me mine. This, with this, after this pregnancy, I remember after we had, you, you, I had her, like they do the post birth, the post whatever, which is like, you know, pushing your stomach and, yeah, and like getting you have to whatever's the out, yeah, the is out. After that, her, I think even more. Um, but yeah, it was completely different experience. I think I was in the hospital less amount of time with her because we got there around 12 30 one o'clock she was born at five in the morning oh, so okay. it was fairly quick yeah um for what i had experienced with olivia and even adrian um but yeah i think in our next episode we'll talk about you know yeah this is why we needed a a, a part two because there was <laughs> so much so yeah this is a long our, our birth yeah um, this, this was a long one but thank you guys for sticking yes, around, around if you're still, <laughs> you're I, still hope, I hope this enlightened I know, right? yeah i know seriously i hope this gave you a little bit of enlightenment of like you know what what we what happens what women go through guys yeah, yeah women go through <laughs> i just really quickly i wanted to say um something that my nurse told me was like if you're thinking about the epidural if it's even in your like thoughts then just get it because the longer that you wait you just instead of resting this time like i know us hispanics were constantly like oh you're not supposed to get it you have to try to tough it out and it's just like i feel like at the end of the day i ended up getting it and i uh, my thought was to toughen it out but don't ever feel shame you know our bodies are so amazing they offer it for a reason yeah and our bodies have done so much and as you can tell it's so amazing it's not selfish it's not selfish no and well, talking about um, our women and bodies and everything. Well, happy National Women's Month, Month. Um, yes. as we start that. Um, thank you guys again for joining, for joining us, us on we'll this eighth episode. We'll, we'll see, see you, you on the ninth time. one. Yes. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Have a nice one. Have a great week.